Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight. Got another episode of Boxing News today. And I'm going to start off with a couple of stories courtesy of Dan Ambrose, uh, who is writing about uh, the DAZN pay-per-view prices, more or less, that have been announced uh, with respect to Canelo Alvarez and his fight, uh, his trilogy fight against uh, uh, Gennady uh, Golovkin Triple G, which takes place at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, anyway, um, it's a very interesting story because I recently commented on the pay-per-view prices that were being made available to boxing fans via Showtime for the Jake Paul fight, who I thought should have commanded uh, a lot more money, but they were offering a pay-per-view price of $59.99 to U.S. boxing fans. Anyway, as the story goes, it seems that U.S. boxing fans are being asked to pay $84.99 to watch Canelo and Triple G battle it out. Um, and, and that's for new subscribers. I think uh, if you currently have a subscription uh, to DAZN in the US, you're going to be paying, I think, $64.99. doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Uh, fans are a little bit upset. And, uh, and people are thinking this is a fight that's happening way too late anyway in both fighters' careers. Canelo's younger, bigger, stronger than uh, Triple G. And so... The effect, I think, of that is that I agree with what Dan Ambrose is saying. Dan Ambrose is saying here that uh, people are simply going to choose to pirate the actual fight, uh, or wait until the fight finishes and just watch it for free on YouTube, or save their money and not watch it at all. Uh, so it's a really good argument um, that's going on right now in the United States with respect to uh, the price that uh, boxing fans are having to shell out uh, to watch. Um, so-called big fights and i don't think you know I, I really don't think your average fan is going to pay either the 60 on top of their zone subscription uh, or uh, a whopping 90 us bucks uh type um i don't think it's going to happen uh anyway point is is uh, i think there's going to be a big change in the way pricing is structured for boxing um, on a pay-per-view level, I think prices are going to come down basically because of decisions like this. But what that led me to, by the way, was a story uh, also about uh, uh, Canela Alvarez. Uh, because Ryan Garcia uh, recently came out and said that, you know, the world title belts aren't worth shit. Uh, they're not worth anything in this era anymore. And, uh, you know, that upset the WBA president, uh, Gilberto Mendoza, who came out and vehemently uh, disagreed with what Ryan Garcia was saying. So according to Dan Ambrose, and this is a great little article, I'm going to read uh, this for you. Canelo Alvarez is one of the many examples of fighters that became superstars before they even captured a world title. When Canelo finally won belts, the fighters he faced didn't add to his popularity. Canelo didn't need the titles to be a star because he had the gimmick with the red hair and the copycat Mayweather-esque fighting style. Belts are only crucial for fighters that aren't popular and cannot promote themselves due to the lack of effort from the promoters or their dull fighting style. Many promoters are overwhelmed with the large stables they have and are incapable of marketing their fighters in a way that will make them famous. That leaves it up to the fighter to build his fan base on social media, like Ryan Garcia and Teofimo Lopez did, 
They're not popular because of their promoters' efforts. They did it themselves. The undefeated lightweight contender Ryan, who's 23 and over 19 knockouts, believes the sport has changed, and the title belts have lost their meaning entirely due to how the four sanctioning bodies have watered down and polluted each weight class with multiple title belts. Titles nowadays are the paper variety, held by mediocre fighters who only stay champion as long as their management can help them swerve the talented fighters. If they're lucky, they can get their cash-out fight and make millions of dollars before the contenders expose them. We just saw that with former unified lightweight champion George Cambosis Jr. At this point, it's easy for marginal fighters to win world titles if they have a wily promoter that can maneuver them into a position to capture vacant titles against horrible contenders who don't deserve to, the high ranking the poor sanctioning bodies often give them. Ryan Garcia said, and I quote, you guys put so much emphasis on these belts. He's saying this to DAZN Boxing Show. He's saying, let them go. They don't mean shit. Belts don't mean shit nowadays. Ryan Garcia has a fortune estimated at $10 million, probably US dollars, and is living proof that you don't need to win or hold down a world title to become a star. Titles are useless to him, as he's got 8.9 million followers on Instagram and over a million on YouTube alone. At 23 years of age, Ryan is astute enough to understand what is important to the fans are matchups, not useless titles, which mean nothing. Ryan wants the, the fight with Javante Tank Davis badly because he knows the fight will sell. There's nothing to do with Javante being a world champion because WBA's secondary lightweight title is leather and gold prop that he carries into the ring and means nothing. Boxing fans view Tank Davis as the best fighter at 135, and they would uh, if he didn't, and they would if he didn't even hold a world title. So, said WBA President Gilberto Mendoza in reply, "Quote strong words. <laughs> My belt is 100 years old, no matter what. I understand Ryan. I understand he's on top of the game, but I think he's very positive about the sport. But not every boxer is like him." A boxer needs belts at the end of the day. Unfortunately, I think he got caught up in the moment. He's young. He gets a lot of attention because he doesn't have a belt. But if he wants to write his name in the history books, that legacy cannot continue to happen if he doesn't have four belts, Mendoza said. If he wants to prove himself in this current boxing atmosphere, he needs to win the four belts, not only at lightweight, but at 140 and 147, which I think he has a lot of potential to do. So there you go. A couple of uh, outside the ring kind of articles uh, that I'm reporting on today. And let's uh, conclude with a couple of upcoming fights uh, that I think are kind of unique as well. Uh, the first one comes to us via New Jersey. And it's courtesy of uh, uh, what I think is a new company anyway. R&B Promotions is pleased to announce a unique and new professional boxing series that will take place on the Battleship New Jersey in Camden, New Jersey, Friday, August 12th. R&B Promotions is headed by former bantamweight fighter and current owner of the highly regarded TKO Fitness. Uh, that's Alex Barbosa. And he says, we are very excited to jump into pro boxing promotion. We have done several successful amateur shows and having fights on the Battleship New Jersey is a different experience that the fans will really enjoy. We are featuring young and hungry fighters and I could not be happier about the show on August 12th, he said. 
Heading up the event will be undefeated welterweight Tamir Smalls, who's taking on Andres Vieira in a six-round bout. Smalls is out of Philadelphia, by the way, 8-0 with five knockouts and 23 years old. He's coming off a first-round stoppage over Rogue Augustin Yanko on uh, June 24th in Philadelphia. And by the way, Smalls uh, is a frequent sparring partner of top-ranked welterweight uh, Jaron Boots Annis. Vieira, uh, by the way, is out of Monte uh, Montevideo, uh, Uruguay. He's 11-5 with eight knockouts. He's 38 years old and a six-year professional. So that should be a good fight. And uh, if you want to more information on the other fighters on this particular card, please pop along to Boxing247.com and have a read of the remainder of those fighters that will be on that battleship battling it out. And uh, for the final story of the day, coming to you out of Sonora, Mexico, only 10 days after the launching of the Canela Fox Night Series, Canela Fox and World Cup Boxing Series, led by CEO Terry Holland and promoter matchmaker Guy Taylor, have announced boxing's newest series will return August 19th to one of boxing's true hotbeds, Los Mochis, Sonora, Mexico. Canela Box Nights will be held and streamed live for free the third Friday evening every month in Mexico. Sonora is synonymous with elite boxing, producing stars such as five-time world champion Fernando Montiel, who sported a record of 54-6 and six with 39 knockouts, and four-division world champion Jorge Arce, who's 64-8-49 knockouts. The most recent WCBS signing, super middleweight Manuel Galagos, 19-1, 16 knockouts, has a legitimate shot at developing the next star from Los Michos. Galagos appears to have the same size, strength, skills, and chin to go deep into the loaded 168-pound division. Two fights ago, Galagos defeated former Showtime and TMT fighter Kevin Newman uh, out of Las Vegas by way of close 10-round unanimous decision a year ago. Galagos' opponent is in the August 19th eight-round main event is a light heavyweight Jesus Mazo Marayoki. He's 10-1. And he fights out of Sonora as well, the home of uh, Mexican, Mexican boxing legend and former International Boxing Federation uh, champ, Luis Yoriboy Campas, 107-17-3. Now that is a record. And by the way, 82 knockouts. Wow. Uh, said Taylor, I've had the privilege to sit ringside and watch both men fight on separate nights and when the opportunity came to make this fight happen, it was something we couldn't pass up. Now, if you're a boxing purist and love to watch the full hit and not get hit style, this main event matchup may not be for your favorite. Uh, but if you want to see a fight with no pretense of defense, then you better tune in on August 19th. Fair enough. Uh, the eight-round uh, co-featured event will serve as a great table setter as one of the top prospects in all of Mexico and a member of Mexico's famous Montiel boxing family Super lightweight prospect Jorge Lugo Cota, 7-0, five knockouts, also from Los Mochis, as an outstanding amateur who had a record of 155-10, and 10, coupled with numerous state and national championship performances. Cota takes a huge leap up in class versus uh, former world title challenger Jesus Antonio Rubio, who's 13-5-2 with seven knockouts. Rubio defeated former world-ranked challenger and United States Boxing Association champion Sonny Fredrickson back in the spring of 2021. Defeating Fredrickson earned Rubio an opportunity to fight for the vacant 
World Boxing Association interim junior welterweight world championship against undefeated Alberto Uello, 20-0. A year ago, uh, albeit dropping a 12-round decision, in Rubio's last action, he fought to an eight-round split draw against Angel Martinez. Uh, Taylor noted and concludes, I've always been known as an aggressive matchmaker in my 20 years of doing this, that this is an overly aggressive even for me. We have the utmost confidence in our fighter, Lugo, and for him to make his first eight-round fight against a past world title challenger should tell you all about the confidence he has in himself. Good stuff out of both New Jersey and uh, Sonora, Mexico, where we expect to see some, uh, some great fights and great results. So once again, I want to thank you for joining me here on Talk Fight for another episode of Box News Today. I hope it's been informative and educational for you. And I'd like you to like, share, and subscribe our channel and hit that notification bell. And we'll see you again at uh, 4 p.m. for Knuckle Up, featuring Mike Orr and Cedric Vance.